The Man War Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANWHORE. UberLube is my favorite personal lubricant, and not just because they paid me to talk about it. This silicone-based lube lasts long with a smooth sensation, and here's the best part. It doesn't leave a sticky, gobby mess when you're all finished. <laughs> Although you might. Uh, go to uberlube.com for more information and to buy a bottle today. That's uberlube, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E dot com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Priscilla Dunn, Linda Coleman Madison, Malika Sanders Fortier, and Vivian Vasectomy Figures. Y'all are a bunch of badasses holding it down in the Alabama State Senate. Keep fighting, ladies. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Uh, you know, something kind of incredible happened over the weekend. Two different women told me I made them feel uncomfortable. Now, that's supposed to be like one of the scariest things a woman can tell a man, right? I mean, aside from, hey, I'm pregnant and it's yours and you make $12 an hour. That's like the, the thing mo a lot of men, that's the text men are really scared of getting. In this internet outrage culture meets Me Too era, a lot of dudes are nervous. Nervous about a lot of silly things, silly things like false accusations and being called out for not knowing something or for just existing. <laughs> silly, silly, I know, since women are typically afraid of like rape and murder. But for now, we're going to focus on silly man nervousness that I also feel at times. I know they're silly, but hey, it doesn't change that these are real feelings being felt. Um, Dave Chappelle did a great bit in his Netflix special, The Bird Revelation, uh, which you should all go watch. And the bit, it compared the, Me Too to South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation Commission after apartheid. And that if men are scared, things will stop for a moment, but then they'll come back with a vengeance. And that there needs to be a space for a man or woman, or who the fuck ever, to mess up and to say what they did and learn from it. It's a great special, and I think about that part a lot. So uh, so these two women told me I made them feel uncomfortable. In response, I did something that was very out of character. Uh, I listened. So weird, I know. I, Billy, problematic Presida, I listened. I said I'm sorry uh, that they felt that way. I contextualized my side using a couple of sentences, and then I took appropriate action. One of these chicks is a, uh, is a past guest of the podcast, a comedian. I was at her house for a meeting, and she, you know, she said to me before everyone got there, she said, hey, I've been wanting to tell you something for a while. I was really disappointed by how you titled my episode. That may not seem major to people, but I don't want to throw her under the bus and say who it was, but her title episode had, you know, was a bit extreme and she shared why it made her uncomfortable and how it made her really sad. I took a deep breath and I said, I'm sorry to hear that made you feel that way. I explained why I titled the episode, how I did. And then I changed the title right there on my phone. No one was mad. You know, she gave me a hug. Uh, our meeting went fine and I thanked her for saying something, and I thanked her for taking care of herself. And she even hit me up the next day to thank me again. The other person is someone I'm about to be working with regularly. Um, I watch her Instagram stories, and I respond to stuff there from time to time. She posted something over the weekend that I reacted to. No words, just a few fingers crossed emojis. And she basically said, hey... It makes me a bit uncomfortable when you interact with me on social media in this way. And she stated that she wanted to make sure like our professional relationship has boundaries. Now, I felt a 
knee-jerk reaction to just over-explain or to, or to tell her that I do so have boundaries and there's nothing inappropriate about what I sent. I, I felt a knee-jerk reaction to argue. Instead, I, uh, I took a deep breath and I said, I'm sorry that made you feel uncomfortable. And I clarified what my emoji response was directed at. Uh, and I said I'd be more mindful about my future communications. And I, and I am. And I have been in the, you know, few days since then. And I also thanked her for taking care of herself. She said thank you. Uh, she didn't quit. She, she didn't chastise me further. She didn't go on Twitter and rant about how Billy Presida clearly makes all of his interns super uncomfortable. She spoke up for herself, I listened, and I offered the best I could offer. Now, I don't share this to get a pat on the back. I'm still, officially, a total piece of shit, and don't you dare tell me otherwise. I share this because I think a lot of dudes are terrified to get that kind of message. There's a fear of being yelled at, you know, of being publicly ostracized and being put on some eternal blacklist that turns you into a social leper, even though our brains might go like, what? I didn't rape nobody. I didn't grab anyone. I think a lot of times we think like, well, if we didn't do anything physically, like we couldn't have possibly done anything wrong. I fear these things, too. I'm not above it. But uh, but it happened to me twice in one weekend and my world didn't end. And I was like, huh, that's weird. I've been terrified of pretty much this exact situation. And it, it was fine. Those relationships didn't crumble. I, I don't think I'm on any toxic man list that I wasn't already on. I think there's a myth out there that getting called out is the end of the world. And I just want to encourage people, dudes, White ladies, especially you white ladies, um, thin folks, whatever. Take that deep breath and listen and empathize first and defend second. Give it a try. You know, I didn't say don't defend, by the way, like, you know, if someone's grossly misrepresenting something that you said or did or something you didn't do at all, you know, you should defend yourself, but defend second, listen first, and you can't listen with your mouth open, uh, yeah. Of course, on Monday, the uh, <laughs> right after all this, uh, you know, the Anti-Billy Whisper Association was back in gear, tossing around vague accusatory buzzwords, as they tend to do, without giving any actual examples of what I've apparently done. So, you know, that's been fun. Uh, although I've promised to you all that I wouldn't rant and rave about that anymore. But it is still happening. Um I do continue to offer them a platform to come on the show, tell y'all why you should stop listening to me, but they have not returned my calls. Uh, yeah, in case anyone doesn't know, I, Billy Presida, am a proven misogynist, serial harasser of women, abuser with poor sexual boundaries, king of the Andals and first men, breaker of chains, and the mother of dragons. That's me. Just want to make sure you're aware. So... Yeah, that's just something that's been on my mind the last few days. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to learn and grow in things, I guess. Uh, let's move on to something else. Uh, let's get gross. Show dates, people. Show dates. Oakland, California, June 1st. We're doing the Man Whore Podcast live show. It's going to be family night. Me on stage with my little sister. You're not going to want to miss that. That's going to be at the Octopus Literary Salon. And June 29th, I'm in Chicago. Doing a Man Whore Podcast live show. It's going to be a uh, really fun stand-up comedy slash live podcast hybrid. That's going to be at uh, North Bar in Wicker Park. And you can get tickets for either of those shows at manwhorepod.com slash tour. Chicago people, if you use promo code Billy, you get $5 off. Sorry, Oakland. Um, New York City, June 14th. I'm doing stand-up comedy because, yes, I still do stand-up comedy. Um, I will be at Friends and Lovers in Brooklyn at 8 p.m. June 14th. Free comedy show. Of course, the most important show dates of them all, August 2nd through August 4th, Man Whore Con, baby. Oh, fucking yeah. Man Whore Con, favorite time of the year. 
I'm going to put, you know, we tried this last year and it got a pinch of traction, but I'm putting a hit out. Yes. I'm putting a bounty on my nipples. If my Patreon page reaches $1,500 by August 1st, I will get my nipples pierced at ManhorCon and I will live stream it for all to see. So if you ever want to see Billy cry, uh, you know, throw some dollars down and help make it happen. Uh, I'm also excited to announce that we have got a, another sponsor for ManhorCon, Uber Lube. Shout out to Uber Lube. They're a sexy supporting sponsor again. I've got a big old box of lube in my living room and uh, all attendees will be getting some lubes. Get your weekend pass for ManhorCon today. Start making travel plans tomorrow. Go to manhorpod.com slash weekend. Before I get to this week's guest, Lance Hart, uh, it's time for the fan whore appreciation moment. Let's keep it quick. This is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to some of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. Patreon is uh, my membership platform. It's a way for you to both support the podcast and enjoy a slew of great rewards. Uh, you get access to private sex positive discussion groups, uh, over 100 bonus episodes, private content I only post on Patreon, uh, and oh, so much more. So uh, right now I want to say thank you to Susan A. Wolfenberger. Uh, you know, if I had to take a guess, you you seem definitely very House Stark. You know, thank you so much for your support. And, uh, you know, I hope you will join me in crying this Sunday when D&D fuck up the C- uh, the series finale. Great. Um, thank you, Jacob. I dig the young Jerry Garcia look, dude. My dad would approve. Okay. Now you just got to chop off half a finger and like you're him, in my opinion. Thank you so much, buddy. And uh, a shout out to Bethany Schmidt. I can't wait to meet you at ManhorCon. Yeah, I saw you bought your weekend pass. I'm so stoked that I'm going to get to meet you uh, here in New York City in August. Become a member today at patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash manwhorepodcast. And now for this week's guest, Lance Hart. Wow. Avian-nominated Lance Hart crossover fetish performer Lance Hart newlywed Lance Hart. Um, yeah, Lance. Uh, I this is again one of those episodes I did uh, in Las Vegas at the AVN Awards. Had a blast talking to this dude. I will, I will mention this. Uh, you know, my voice is really shitty in this one. This was my second interview of my AVN run, and this was when I had just blown out my voice being an idiot at a bar two nights prior because sometimes I forget that like I make my living using my voice and I should probably take care of that voice. Oops, me. Let's talk to Lance Hart. Oh, I couldn't let y'all hear me chat with Lance Hart until uh, you got to hear a little taste of the guy on HotMovies.com. Yes, uh, HotMovies.com is our longtime sponsor here at the Man Whore Podcast, uh, and we love that they are supporting the show. Yeah, it's a pay-per-minute porn site. You buy a bunch of minutes, let's say like 300 minutes for maybe like 30 bucks. And as you watch the the movies, like if you watch a 60-minute movie and you only like make it through like three minutes of it, hey, I'm not judging. HotMovies.com only takes three minutes out of your time bank. But also, they've got like all of the porn, like anything you're into. They have hundreds of thousands of videos across all different genres. Lance Hart being the crossover uh, fetish performer that he is, I think he's probably featured in like most of the genres that are offered. That noise right now you're hearing, by the way, uh, is big dick superheroes taken down. So, uh, you know, right right now I'm watching Lance Hart take down some guy in, in a purple suit and a white cape. I you know, I guess his hand jobs are that powerful. I don't know. You want to find out for yourself? Go to hotmovies.com, sign up today, use promo code MANHOR to get 20 free minutes on top of any package you sign up for. Again, hotmovies.com, promo code MANHOR. Let's talk to Lance Hart. Hey, Jerry, 
<sighs> what is it about like the male talent like y'all have like well coiffed hair with this fucking like superman curl i don't know ryan driller i feel like had the same thing last year when i talked to him that's funny so he <laughs> plays superman and straight porn and i play superman and gay porn so maybe it's just a superman thing you know uh, what i mean it might just be that is erica just yeah. pitching me all the supermen in porn i think because he, he had she had ryan yeah, last year too. She had ryan i think i mean she doesn't have a lot of people and she happens to have both supermen that's so hilarious I think it's just kind of the way it worked out yeah oh that's amazing yeah yeah well i'm talking to apparently the gay superman yeah. of porn yeah, uh yeah. lance hart everybody yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i do um of a fetish production where at some point i mean i was doing super i was doing all kinds of different gay fetishy stuff and somebody said oh you'd be an okay superman you should try that i like a fan did and i looked into it and uh Long story short, now I have a connection in China who can make me super suits for like really affordable. I got a guy. Yeah, I got a guy. You're I starting to sound like my dad. I, I got, got a guy. Lady. He's in China. Lady. Yeah, Kim. China, but he's yeah, a guy. My, I got him. Yeah, my lady in China, Kim, uh, she needs like six months notice. She's but, got this killer seven-year-old who makes the yeah, best Superman yeah. suits. I mean, it is top-notch, custom, tailored. She sent her the measurements and she sends two for 60 bucks. I mean, and it is a Superman suit with a cape. It has a zipper crotch and a zipper butt, so you can have butt sex and and normal sex. Um, it is like I've seen Santa Con costumes yeah. more expensive than sixty dollars. Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, if you go to anywhere, any cosplay maker, whatever, it's gonna be more than that. But she just she just makes anything, and I'm like, yeah, make me Superman, make me Batman. So I have Batman, Superman, Robin, a couple other things that fit gay porn, and. uh uh, and Superman on my site, it switches up. I just, I play Superman a lot, but then some other guy sometimes is Superman. I mean, it's just fucking porn. See, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just mix it up. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's fun. If that, Game of Thrones can change up their actors like season to season, like you can yeah. have some different Superman. Yeah, you could definitely do it in porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. That's, that's cool, man. Now, now you're what, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're what they would call, uh, the industry calls a crossover artist. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I work in gay porn, uh, straight porn, trans porn, and bi porn, which is kind of like. What's the difference between the gay porn? Uh, I mean, I guess that's so, obvious. Yeah. So gay and straight is obvious. Trans is with trans women, um, or with or trans men right. too. It, more commonly in porn, it's women. Um, and then, uh, with, uh, with bi porn. Lately, that means you have a guy, guy, girl scene. So it's a threesome and the guys fuck each other too. Okay. Um, So it's, and it's funny because when you shoot the box cover, you have to like really put thought into it. Like how, how can we show on the box cover that these two guys are going to fuck? You know yeah, that, I mean? that's why I was that's really people, curious about the marketing yeah. angle, like differentiating yeah, yeah. it between the other. You stuff. have to show like guys touching, each, like hands on each other's crotches while looking at the girl mm-hmm. on the box cover. Otherwise, people think, oh, it's just a straight threesome. Do you know what I mean? So do yeah. you do you kind of like make it enough so that people who want buy porn know that they're getting buy porn, but not so much that maybe some people looking for straight porn accidentally get it? It's well, you kind of. I mean, I, I actually don't direct and produce that yet myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start that soon. But uh, the directors who do it, they want it to be known it's buy. They sure. want to put it out there. This is buy porn, and uh, for a while, people were scared to make buy porn, but now it's kind of bad. It was like they only made it in Europe, you know, and now it's really. <laughs> Uh, starting to blow up again, which is great for me because there's not a lot of guys that will shoot it. So I'm getting booked a lot. So it's good. You know, uh, and now I'm I'm no like you know industry insider or anything, but like I I read here and there like there's like a isn't there like some kind of stigma with crossover yeah. artists? Well, so what where it breaks down is um on the straight side and pretty much in trans porn, everybody uses the pass system for testing, which is a really good system that basically. Uh, I'm trying to think how to explain this to like uh, someone who's not in the industry. You, every 14 days you go get tested um, and it's not, it, it's a STD test, but like it's uh, 10 levels up from what you would get from your doctor. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the doctor and pay 30 bucks, you get the AIDS test, right? Sure. And it might be a rapid test and it's fast, but you're only testing if you've been exposed to AIDS like uh, six months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you do, it not, does not really know. Or say, oh, this guy doesn't have HIV. You know what I mean? It just says you don't have the antibodies from six months ago. So what we use is like some really, really top-notch shit. And uh, it's such a good system that you could be um, non-detectable. Like Mm. uh, you could be HIV positive. With an undetectable viral load. And then get an undetectable viral load because you take your medication. And uh, then go in and test. And you'll pass the test, right? So you'll, you'll be able to work. But... The test is so dialed in, um, 
14 days later, if you took the same test and then you, uh, you, you wouldn't, if you had a viral load that was not good, you would not pass it. You know what I mean? So literally it doesn't matter if someone's HIV positive or not, as long as they pass in the past system, you're safe. Right. You know what I mean? So that's the reality of how it works. But a lot of people, um, on the straight side, they're more like, well, wait, if they have HIV, I don't care if it's non-detectable. I don't want it near me. Right. You know what I mean? The, I don't want that shit near me. Like you know? back in like, the 80s when they were like, oh, I don't know if I should shake your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and I get it because it's, if you're not, if you haven't like sat down and Googled the shit out of the science, it's probably scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck, I don't want someone put what's HIV positive that takes their medicine and then they stick their dick in me. Mm. Ah, it's scary. I get it. So I don't fight the stigma. Um same if someone's scared of spiders, I'm not like, well, you shouldn't be scared of spiders, man. They kill all the other bugs and they're like really good for the environment. The dead, hey, fucking scared of spiders, scared of spiders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like fight and yell over it. Uh, but uh, it does, it does create kind of stigma because there's a lot of people who are companies and, and, and agencies that won't work with me because I do a lot of gay porn. Mm. And uh, I'm HIV, I'm not positive, but I work with people who are positive who are non-detectable. You know what I mean? So then to them, they're like, well, wait, if you do that, then you just have to be positive. You know what I mean? Right. Because the they, they, also, they also assume yeah, yeah, like yeah. just because you did it, it means you get it, which most people like yeah. with like uh, vaginal sex, like people don't realize that like a dude's chance of contracting from vaginal sex, like 5% if they're HIV positive. Like it's really, even when you oh, fuck. It's low. Yeah, yeah. It's like still low. Um, well, there's a reason you barely ever will ever meet a woman who's HIV positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless she does like a lot of anal. She does a lot of anal or IV drug use or it could, you could get it through regular vaginal sex. It could happen. Yeah, it's just. But it's. Myself, I don't know one, mm-hmm. right? But I know more HIV positive people than I can count. They're just all either men or trans women, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, uh, they don't have vaginas, you gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the that's the thing that's it's still it, – it gets a little better all the time. But honestly, I don't fight it. I don't complain about it. It's fine if there's a stigma because there's a lot of work for me to do. Um, and not many people are willing to do it mm-hmm. and I've science the fuck out of it. I know I'm safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't care. You what was the, I mean? what was like the first time you shot with someone you knew was HIV positive? Um, cause I gotta imagine that. Think. I was, yeah. And that does put it in perspective cause I had to think about it for a while. I was like, wait, okay. He was non-detectable. It was a condom scene and we were both tested. Mm-hmm. So that's as safe as you can get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I still was like, wait. Should I do this? Do I really need to? And then I, I read it and researched it and dabbled about. And the guy wasn't pressuring me. He was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, dude, do what you got to do, man." You know what I mean? But uh, and then at the end of the day, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to be a, uh, you know, I'm going to go with science. I'm not going to go with uh, fear mongering." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it's fine. You know, because uh, we're safe about it. But if you're willy nilly out there, of course that's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I also don't. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Um, pretty healthy in general. Do you take prep? Uh, I take prep. Yeah. Well, I take prep when I can. It is very expensive. Really? Um, Yeah. It's stupid expensive. Uh, what's stupid expensive? Well, it's, it's 1700 a month. Um, what? Yeah. So do you know what kind of like sick pad I can get in New York city for $1,700 a month? Yeah. 1700 a month. So if you, the company that makes it, uh, they make it kind of easy to qualify for a subsidy to where it's free. Mm. Right. So that's great when it's free, you know what I mean? But yeah. but you got to qualify for the subsidy, which means you, you submit your tax return and then uh, your, your check stubs. I don't have check stubs work for myself, sure, sure. so bank statements. Um, and I don't qualify for that because I make too much money. Um, but I don't make enough money to pay 1700 bucks a month uh. for a pill that makes it nicer for me to be slutty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I'll just stay tested. You know what I mean? Work with sure. tested people and be safe. But currently I'm back on prep. I, uh, I have a friend um, – He's HIV positive. If you're HIV positive, you can just kind of get a lot of stuff. Like, uh, uh, you can get like PEP and all that. Or, or not yeah, that PEP, PEP is but you can free. Gonna... Uh, PrEP is generally everyone I know is HIV positive. They have a stash of PrEP. Uh, and it's not for them. They don't need it. They're positive, but it's for their partners. Um, and their doctors just, I guess, hand it to them. I don't fucking know. I mean, but so I have a buddy who swung by the house and just dropped off two months supply, sure. which saved me a shit ton of money. So now I'm back on PrEP, which is great. Um, I just met with Eric. Uh, I just ran into Eric LaRue of uh, FSC. He's yeah. a great helper in our industry. And uh, 
he was telling me, I guess I can get, there's a copay subsidy. So, uh, cause I have health insurance. Anyway, it's, it's a bitch to go on, yeah. but yeah, but, but, but it is nice and there's minimal side effects. My fiance, Charlotte can't take it cause it makes her nauseous, which sucks. Mm. She's one of like the very few people that has like a negative stomach reaction to prep. Mm. So, uh, so that sucks cause she does a lot of anal, but she's <laughs> safe and she only works test to people and you know what I mean? Yeah. So is, you know, safe as you can be. So. After that first time you shot. So you ended up shooting with that guy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So afterwards was there any like thinking like was there any words in your head or a little bit or any sort of like well mm. you know it's funny because i i did that and then i, I was like i had a great time it's fucking awesome yeah. and then uh in conversation we we're having dinner after the shoot it just kind of came up all these other performers who are also positive who i'd already worked with anyway sure and i was like oh well i've been doing this my whole career i just didn't know mm. you know what i mean like so there's like tons of adult performers who are positive but not detectable they just don't talk about it. So gotcha. at that point I was like, well, you can only, lim- I mean, you got to limit your options to what's possible. Yeah. Right. I can say, I'm never going to do porn again. Or I can say, I'm going to work with people who are HIV positive and non-detectable. You can't, there's no middle ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, it's going to happen. So what are you going to do? You know? Um, but it, honestly, yeah, it's, it's not, it just, if you stick to the science, you're good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, or yeah, and just like reading, I think education. I mean, all STDs. Like the amount of times I have to like explain herpes to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one. It's like yeah. it's like just like under like read like I had a, someone I I was sleeping with, who then like we like just I don't know she kind of like unceremoniously like ended the thing and then like yeah, a yeah. month later our first communication with each other was just like. Hey, so look, I'm sorry how things ended, but like, I don't know who to ask this question. And then it right. was like a guy said, like, she wants to fuck and they had like a great day and a right. few days. And but she's like, he takes Valtrex, but I don't really understand like any of the stuff about it. Um, right, right, and right. I was like, well, here's some things I yeah, recommend yeah. the CDC website. I also like this site, Scarlet Teen, um, right, which right. is another great site for like, you know, sex health uh, info. But it's like, just go educate yourself yeah, and, yeah. and then you can make your own. I, I'm not going to tell you whether or not to fuck the guy. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. give you information. You make your own informed decision. I didn't know that. Till, so I was in, when I was newer to porn, like maybe four years in, um, I got into a relationship with a girl who was not in porn. She's very vanilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was um, obviously wanted to be safe. She knows fucking all these people in porn. And she asked a lot about the testing. We don't test for herpes or HPV because right. everybody has it. So and it's point, yeah, it's a pointless it's like, test. Well, and, yeah, and you can't you can't test for it. There's no test. You know what I mean? If someone's having an outbreak, you can swab it, and then maybe it'll come back mm-hmm. like reactive. Maybe it won't. I mean, there's just no test, right? So at the time, I didn't. I'd never had an outbreak, so I thought, well, I don't have herpes, babe. I'm fine, you know. But I went to a lot of doctors and asked a lot of questions, and because um, I wanted, I was in love and wanted to make her feel safe. You sure. know what I mean? And uh, after asking enough questions, it just came down to like herpes is it's to a point where we should just forget that it exists because everybody has it. You know what I mean? Or treat it like, you know, yeah. whatever other like nondescript like skin infection. It's a skin that people get. It's not yeah. an STD. He, the, the doctors I talked to at first were like, it's an STD. You get it from sex, wear a condom. And then you ask enough questions. Condoms don't actually help you. Okay. Right. Cool. They, you know, they, they, I mean? you so, know they, they they limit yeah. some of the exposure, Limits but like exposure, it doesn't but... it doesn't take it away. You know, and then, yeah, you're still gonna get it. And then uh, people get herpes outbreaks in the middle of their back, right? Like that's I saw that episode now. of House. Right, that was an episode of House. Right, it's, it's <laughs> that I didn't know it was a House episode. But my doctor said that. He yeah, said, so. yeah, I saw someone with it in the back. I saw someone with it on their elbow. Yeah, it is a skin disorder that you can pass on through sex or you something else. Um, and uh, they don't really know. They they have all these theories about like how it gets passed to each other, mm-hmm. but um, they can't prove shit because no one tells the truth to their STD doctor. They say, "I've never cheated on my wife." You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, but I just got herpes now and never cheated on her, and it's it's you know been with her for ten years. So it must have been dormant, yeah. for it, but really he's probably cheating. I mean, you we know should really mean? just treat it like strep. You know, people will be like, like if someone yeah. were to ask me like, mm, what's your, like, have you ever had an STD? I would be like strep throat. They'd be like, that's not an STD. I'd be like, it is the way I get strep throat. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like, yeah, like no, treat it like that. It's yeah. like, it's a similar thing. We don't call yeah. strep an STD, but if you're having sex with someone who has strep, unless yeah. like you're wearing fucking face masks and not kissing, yeah. you're going to get strep. You're going to get strep. And, and yeah. that doesn't make it an STD. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird how it works, but yeah. But uh, it's best to just not freak out over stuff like that. You know what I mean? The good thing is uh, acyclovir is really cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's like no side effects really. So 
Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. In a country where we don't teach sex ed to like our fucking kids, uh, we just get a bunch of nervous adults. And I think if we just yeah. like from a young age taught these things in a responsible, like sex positive way, you know, maybe yeah. you have like less nervous 19 year olds. Cause until I yeah. read up on it, I like a lot of like casual sexual encounters I would have. That would be like a small like worry in my head. Yeah. And then I just realized like, I just have to accept that this is a risk uh, I face in, in having casual sex and yeah. the reward of having this like fun sex I'm willing to accept that risk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and we being in porn is, I'm definitely grateful for it because we have the past system so we can test. Yeah. And it's, I, I mean, I don't know, probably the rest of my life, I'll, I won't do fluid exchange with anyone who's not in the past system. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a nice, safe, warm, cozy feeling. You know what I mean? Uh, it keeps me safe. If I was not in porn, it'd be a, a heck of a thing to require everyone I fucked to go take a, a $150 <laughs> test. Yeah. Every 14 days. You know what I mean? <laughs> Makes sense in porn because we're getting paid. You know, like it's just an expense. But if you're just fucking, that's a little crazy. You know what I mean? So that's true. That's where I think yeah. it gets tricky is how do you keep safe there? Do you just wear condoms all the time? Do you just take prep? You know, what do you do? You know yeah. what I mean? That's probably harder. There was like, there's a, like a porn performer in, in New York who I'm like friends with. And there was the option of like trying to do something, but she would have required me to go pay stupid amount of money for i was like i'm just not gonna yeah, yeah, you know yeah. pay that yeah, yeah i had to pay that i did one porn um for the podcast oh, okay uh, cool i did like a team b i got a blowjob from uh siri who's now re retired for this oh, thing okay. called like, team bj too but like they had us all go get that test done and everything. Yeah, yeah i was like this is so i got i paid basically 250 dollars to be in a porn yeah, yeah, that, yeah technically i signed a contract that said i'd get paid a dollar i never received my dollar and yeah, sarah j dollar. like i love you you're wonderful but also like i would like my dollar, you like dollar. <laughs> i would like yeah. it to be down to 249 dollars as a net loss right <laughs> well she's here maybe go collect on yeah i'm gonna be like yo sarah yeah. what's up um but yeah so you're also nominated for uh niche performer right this yeah year? niche performer of the year which i'm glad they have that category it's uh I mean, honestly, I think they're going to give it to a girl. Uh, but what is niche? <laughs> what is like niche performer? Well, it's kind of like queer. It's just it's just like a catch all. You know what I mean? Okay. Like a. Um, so I work in last year. Civil Troy won. Civil Troy does femdom. Okay. So she fucks guys in the ass, kicks guys in the balls. I maybe does hand jobs. You know what I mean? But no one's fucking. If he her. was a good boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she and she's hot. You know what I mean? But she won last year. And that was the first year they had it. Mm. So, but if you look at the nominations, it's just, yeah, niches. You know what I mean? Like Femdom's a niche. I work in Femdom as a, kind of as a, I mean, it's I separate from like best fetish performer or something, right? Well, they don't have a best fetish. They don't have. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So it's, it's fetish maybe, but I think they're, it's a bunch of, yeah, niche, niche stuff. Cool. You know what I mean? I work in, you know, gay, straight, bi. Bi would be a niche, I think. Um, you have a femdom site and then a, a gay fetish site, so maybe that's niche. I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be super cool to win, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna give it to a girl because yeah. they want the exposure. They where want where are you from? Like, I want to know where this accent is. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, you have this like surfer. Oh man, I've well, moved a lot. <laughs> it's moved a lot. I was in born in Michigan and then D.C., Florida, New Orleans, but my parents are from the South and Kansas. So we're kind of, this is a big mix. Yeah, okay. Big okay. Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Military yeah. family. Uh, no, no. Just, uh, my dad worked for Dow chemical actually. And, uh, he made, he was a lobbyist for the pesticides. So, so it's funny. I actually grew up, uh, with like agent orange and like, uh, you know, DDT and all that kind of stuff in our garage. Cause my dad was like the guy that sold it, you know? And he's like, yeah, they banned it, but it's still good. I mean, it fucking works. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Selling like, it on the black market. I got it up on yeah, Craigslist. like that shit works so good. It, uh, yeah. So we, he's a great guy. He's fucking awesome. But you know, just belief systems are different. You know what I mean? Depend, depending on where you're from. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, it'd be super cool to win the Nish Performer thing. But I think if I was AVN, I'd give it to a super hot chick with a huge following. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause they want exposure that's who like who votes on avn like what's um, like no but like yeah. really not like the yeah the thing you guys got to tweet so that we like you know do the click stuff who yeah. like who actually decides avn is there like an academy so there's a there's supposed to be i think there's judges i know a guy who's an expiz judge you know for the mm. expiz awards um he's been uh, kind of a, a friend of the, the that company, Xbiz, for a long time, and he's been in porn for forever. You know what I mean? So maybe guys like him, just people, guys or girls who have just been in porn forever. 
you know, like, um, uh, what's the guy that started evil angel? You know what I mean? It's Stig- Stigliano. Gotcha. Yeah. John, uh, John Stigliano. He may be someone like him might be a judge. I, uh, I, I'm making this shit up. I, that's <laughs> I'm guessing. guessing something like that, but it's a business. It's a sure. media business. So they have to sell magazines. They have to sell ads, um, on their websites. Uh, they want to make a profit. The award show gets a lot of attention. Why wouldn't you tweak it to make sure you're getting the maximum amount of exposure? You know Would I mean? you like to see something that like some sort of more independent body porn award? Well, we have those. I mean, the, I know you have yeah. XBiz awards, but that's also that's XBiz it's also, awards, that's, which that's also like media. XBiz award, yeah. kind of like the Golden Globes of the porn awards. No, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I mean, you gotta have both. You know what I mean? And it's dude, if I won an AVN, I would be ecstatic. You know, I won a AVN this week, which is cool. Congrats. Which is like a gay version of that. Um, it's cool as fuck. They just gave it to me today. It's. Have you ever worked with Mr. Pam? Yeah, I know Mr. Pam. Oh, she's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so fun. Yeah, I, yeah, I had her on the fun. show a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, she's totally. just a delight. Yeah, yeah. She used to be neighbors with a good friend of mine, Jesse Coulter. So we'd like, we're kind of always in the same neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but she's super cool. Yeah. yeah totally. Do you have anyone in particular in the industry you like working with on a regular basis? Man, a bunch of people. Um, I mean, obviously, oh, Charlotte's like my favorite. It's my fiance. Sure. She's great. Uh, Did you all meet on set? Or? Uh, we met, I booked her for a trade shoot. I flew her across the country. We were talking. We were flirting on Twitter. Sure. And, uh, the and Twitter flirts. I, yeah. I love the Twitter flirts. Yeah. We both have cats. We really just liking each other's cat pecs back and forth. <laughs> and then I flew her out for a trade shoot, and we just hit it off immediately and fell in love, and that was it. You know. Um, but she's amazing, obviously. My friend Rocky Emerson is great. Uh, super tall, uh, newer to porn, like about a year into porn. She's she's been around. Uh, she's awesome to work with. Um, uh, I've been working with Casey Kisses a lot, trans performer, who's great. Um, and uh, but Pierce Paris on the gay side is amazing. I mean, so so many people. You know, it's too many to list. You know? Do you do a lot of the the Twitter flirting? Yeah, like do you, I don't do you pick more. up now through I, social media? Um, I guess when I was single, you know mm. what I mean. I would be more into that but mostly i would meet people on set you know what i mean um or we'd flirt on twitter and then meet on set and it's a combo of the two you know what i mean now i don't really i'm not even looking i mean i'm just you know basically i'm getting married in a month you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so i don't really i'm not really in the game you know but uh it's exciting yeah man i'm super excited but totally. you, you were saying like off mic you were, uh you know before you were talking about how like you guys poly open non-monogamous yeah. but right now like going through a like a period of monogamy right yeah yeah for as long as uh she needs and if it's forever that's cool i mean i'm happy as shit most people never get to go to one orgy you know what i mean <laughs> and i've been to more than i could count you isn't know that I mean? wild like it's, uh, people there's oh, this billy goes to a lot of orgies because yeah. to them like having been the t- at least two orgies right. means i've i mean like, i've been to more than two but it's like i mean i organized two gangbangs just this past weekend but yeah, you know, yeah. they'll be like if you go to like more than one group sex event, they're like, right. oh, he goes to a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I love that stuff, but I'm happy in love and it's, I mean, it's okay. You know what I mean? Um, housekeeping? We're good. Uh, do you need housekeeping? Oh, oh, this is, oh, am I, I forgot I'm in my, our suite. We're good. We're good. Can you come back? We're, we're, thank you. Yeah, I've totally forgot. I thought we were in your room. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you're you're so relaxed. I'm like, chilling. this has got to yeah. be his place. Right. Um, <laughs> but wait, so you be you're actually like, I mean, I guess the porn makes it okay. If you well, weren't working helps. in porn, yeah, could you be monogamous? Do you think? I, well, I was before porn. Uh, so yeah, I think so. But I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to have an outlet. Like I need. Like it's cool that I can go see strippers, or it's cool that I can uh, uh, get hookers, or go see. So still not monogamous, but those rubbing tugs or something. I would have to have something, right? You know what I mean. So you couldn't Um, do pure. You wouldn't want to do pure monogamy if you weren't important. I can't imagine it. It just seems lame. Well, because I I don't. (laughs) No, it does. It doesn't sound like. I mean, so many, a lot of people do that and love it and that's their thing. And that's awesome. But then there's also a lot of people who can't do that, but they have to lie about it. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Like having to cover that up and the, you know, every, I mean, I think it's great when you find an almost perfect fit and it's worth fighting for, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But there's no perfect fits, right. you know what I mean? Cause everybody changes. It, it'll be a perfect fit for a little bit. Then it's a, uh, one of us has compromised for a little bit. You know what I mean? 
But yeah, you get someone fine. who's like close enough to round up to perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll get perfect for a while and then it won't be. And then, you know, what are you going to do? But yeah. uh, how long have you and Charlotte been together? Uh, two years almost. Yeah. Or no, a little over two years. Yeah. Yeah. Killer. Killer. Yeah. And is it uh, of any particular theme to the wedding? Are you all doing a pretty standard joint? A really standard wedding. Like we're rented out a country club whatever venue and uh so in vegas there's a million options you know to get married um you can do a drive-through get elvis you get an alien to marry you i mean whatever the <laughs> fuck you want you could do anything uh and then every casino including this one has a wedding venue you know mm. what i mean at least one um and we shopped around a lot and we found that uh the cheapest option was this country club like mm. out in the mountains and uh it's beautiful you can see the mountains in the background i mean it's you know it's great it's gonna be sunset wedding um, and, uh, and we can get, you know, our whole family and everybody, you know, now real standard. I mean, there's gonna be kids there. It's not going to be very, there's a lot of porn people coming, but, uh, it's very, it'll be tame. You know what I mean? Now you're, you're older than me. I'll just say that. That's all I can confirm. Right. right. Uh, I'm not, but, but what made you at two years go like, this is, this is the one I want for to marry. You know, I don't, I mean, I just knew, I guess, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. But my context for is my, so my, one of my, uh, my sister who's the middle child is now engaged. Um, they got engaged before they even hit the two year mark. Right. So me, and I'm, I, I am acknowledging I might be wrong here because I've asked everyone and no one's agreed with me yet, yeah, yeah. but I've been like, I don't know, like maybe wait till you've like seen, uh, like a summer and winter Olympics or like experience right, a leap right. year together. Right, right, Just right. like, and like yeah. what's February 29th? Like, uh, right. how do you spend it? And everyone was like, nah, dude, if you're in like your late twenties, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like a couple years seems good. And right. for me, I guess that terrifies me because I'm like, I kind of, well, I like longevity. I'm like the, me- I like membership. Cl- I like being members of member yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So right. I can be like, Oh, I've been a member thing for seven years. I like the concept of seniority. Right. So right. in dating, I like, if I, if I were to get married, I would want to have been with that person for like, I don't know, so many years that like, I know this won't probably end in divorce. Right. Right. Um, but I know I might not be the, uh, the majority opinion on that. Well, I don't know. I think everybody's different. I mean, so I'm 39. My whole life, I absolutely never, ever wanted to get married. And I still never want to have kids. Um, I love living alone. That's the thing. Like, I just love having my own space, being able to go do what the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but what are you going to do if I fell in love? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I guess we got to get married. You know what I mean? And uh, and she's great to live with. And it's cool. You know? But uh, But that was my biggest... Like rub was like, oh, I gotta share a living space for life. You so know, that's what I mean? the thing for that's you. That's hard for me. Yeah, okay. but but it's worth it. It's <laughs> did you worth did it. y'all yeah. cohabitate or are y'all cohabitating? Yeah, 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 yeah. We live together now. How um, how did that go? So I the trick is we had a... to we had to get a big ass house. Is is the thing <laughs> we can't? I don't ever want to live in L.A. or New York. Uh, Do you all have separate bedroom her. options? Um, like well, if we, y'all wanted to like have your own. Yeah, room to like sleep if in? if uh. Like if she's sick and coughing, sometimes I'll wake up and she's not in the room. She's sleeping in one of the guest rooms, you know what I mean? Right. Or something like that. Or if uh, I can't sleep, I'm tossing and turning. I can watch TV downstairs and just pass on the couch or go to one of the other bedrooms. Yeah. yeah. There's a, it's like a five bedroom house. It's just us. So helps, you know what I mean? It helps a lot to have a lot of space. Um, I have some poly friends who like, they'll have purposefully separate bedrooms. Um, right. because they like wanted to be able to have the concept of their own space. So like, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. a guest bedroom, but like, that's like, that's Anna's room and that's C's room. And like that, like the decorations are theirs because they want to have like yeah. that spot. So I did that in another relationship mm. and it was okay, but that ended up, we were just roommates after a while. You know what I mean? It was like every now, like once a month we'd have sex, you know? I, so yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, that person in the, was in the industry? Or not no? in the industry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. A great, great chick. But uh, did, I mean, obviously wouldn't have fit. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, so with Charlotte, I didn't want to do the separate, like, this is your room. This is my room thing. We also just like being around each other. You know what I mean? Like a lot. So I love being around her. It's it's that um, for some reason, I'm just wired to just need, but like I want to work for myself. I want to make my own schedule. I want to go. If I need to go do something, I want to just go. You know what I mean? And uh, you don't have to stop and ask for permission. You want to be yeah, able to yeah. hang something on a wall and not be like, is it okay if we hang this here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, or like, I want to work on this project. I'm going to build furniture today because I need this table. Uh, I want to do that, you know. Um, Building tables? <laughs> I mean, just, I don't know why it's been on my mind lately. <laughs> just, I, I uh, yeah. 
I've just been wanting to build a table. I just want to build a table. <laughs> buying power tools. Well, now I have a big ass garage, so I can. You know, have you mean? built furniture before? No, but it's but just, just yeah, the thing you feel like you want to do. Fucking want to build some furniture. Yeah, yeah. It's just where I'm at. I don't know. <laughs> that's where you. That's where you are as you approach forty. It's just like I feel like I just need to like build a table. I need a saw. Yeah, I want to have a drill. I don't know which drill bit to use, but I want to have a drill. I have that's a drill. What yeah, a guy with muscles like yours we just has need a drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, have you seen the drill though? The drill? Oh, I've used, yeah, I'm a, I am modeled one once before. Uh, it looks like it would hurt because it spins so fast. You know, I wouldn't want that. Have you yeah. ever do? You, do you have any other hobbies that you do? That well, I, I shoot guns a lot. Um, that's fun, and then. Uh, I mean the the porn productions keep me very busy, so sure. there's not a ton. Of, so I shoot like maybe uh, uh, four or five times a month. I shoot all day, and then I have to edit that, and mm-hmm. then I have to write the descriptions, titles, cut it up into different video files, and then animated gifs and screen grabs, and I have to upload it on all the sites, and then market it, and then email blast it, and do everything, then do the billing and the merch processing and the customer support. Um, and that's all you. You're a one man operation. Just me. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to have a staff of four people, and uh, and it's I know people suck. I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to work have employees anymore. You oh, know what I mean? They. Uh, it's just hard to find any good business services in porn. Because um, if you're really good at something, you're not going to go work in the porn version of your job. Mm. Like if you're a really good software developer or like a web developer, you're going to go work for you know some app, some, you know, big app firm, or you're going to work yeah. for Google or something. Uh, you don't want to work for a porn company, you know? So, yeah. uh, so you end up stuck. Like if you're a film editor, drugs. you don't think I'm going to go be a porn film editor. Yeah. You think you're going to like no. get nominated for an Oscar. Well, and the editing porn is so different too. And people get that twisted all the time. Cause we make, Oh, we make video files, which I mean, we call them films. My site is man up films, right? Mm-hmm. So it sounds the same, but we're not really in the film business. We're in the jerk off material business, mm-hmm. right? Like people watch porn to jerk off to it, which means most of the time they skip around. They don't watch it from zero, zero to 10 minutes. They, they, as soon as it starts playing, they cut through to three minutes, you know, cause they're like, that's about when the action starts. You know what I mean? And then they jump around, jump back. Jump hey, around, jump I back, appreciate you know? the dialogue well, and good. the character. Mo- I want to know yeah. why are we fucking the pizza yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah. I go to the right. end. I want to know if he got a tip. Did right. he, did the he have to pay thing. for this pizza? Yeah, yeah. I need to know. Yeah. I mean, some that's rare, right? So most people just skip around and these days have like 10 windows open at the same time and they're just watching lots of stuff. They might not even play the audio for your video. You know what I mean? So we're not in the film business in the sense where it has to be good film. It has to be good to jerk off to. So like continuity could be totally broken and it's still good to jerk off to. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, The white balance might be way off and the people's skin tone is fucked up, which is like not great for porn, but someone could still jerk off to that and come, yeah. and then that's a win. You know what I mean? So it's it's different standards. You know? So you don't view it as in the the loftier artistic sense that some will discuss uh, porn. No, you know you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Not right? like Greg Lansky and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who go like no, no, no? I am doing art. I am doing a yeah. beautiful masterpiece. And you're like, dude, we're making jerk off stuff. Yeah, we're making jerk off stuff. Well, the other thing is, I do it for money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most directors who are like, this is art. Um, they're doing it for money laundering. That's I'm doing it for money. You know what, what I mean? Do you, what like, do you mean? I I make movies, put them on the internet, people pay for them, and then I make a profit. Okay. Right? That's my whole business. Right? Um, there's another side of the business which is just I got you know five billion dollars to launder. I don't know how to do it, so I'm gonna wash it through porn companies. You know what I mean? And then. So then you can easily get a figurehead who's this big director who's like, oh, I'm making art. It needs to be flashy. Everybody gets a free Ducati this week and let's make the film on a helicopter because you have to launder the money. You know what I mean? So it's got to go through some shit. And then, of course, you can make it flashy. You know what I mean? And get a Hollywood editor to edit it and get a Hollywood lighting crew, you know, Um, because you don't care if anyone buys it. Mm. You know, you just need to wash the money. You know what you I mean? think that is that common with like the big porn companies? Do you think? Oh, it's pretty obvious. I mean, isn't it? I mean, I don't know anything uh, about that stuff. Well, I'm a very it, bad Italian. So like allegedly, you, I have mob connections, yeah. but I don't know how to use them. Well, let me put it to you this way: you go to you've been to Pornhub, right? 
Sure. Okay. I try. I try to do so less. I try to go hotmovies.com. Hi, everybody. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you so say you're on Pornhub, X videos, X tube, X any, any yeah. tube, right? Any tube, any big tube. Uh, there's ads, right? You see the ads mm. playing. Um, have you ever clicked on one of those ads? Very rarely. Right. Right. Most people, it's usually the most video, the video it. game right. one. And and normally the ad is a video, uh, monster fucking a, a like an elf girl or something. Or it's a picture of Ron Jeremy and That's a niche. Penis, penis size, <laughs> which is a niche, right? Or it's, um, you know, grandmas in your neighborhood that want to fuck or like, uh, you know, stuff, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's yeah. stuff like that, right? So uh, if you go to any of those websites and say, pretend that you want to buy ad space, you, you own a boner pill company sure. and you want to advertise on there, right? Uh, it's $2 per mil. To, so a mil is a thousand views, yeah. right? Two dollars per thousand views to run your ad, right? So go to Pornhub, refresh, go check it again. Two hours, refresh. You'll see the same ads all day. They might rotate twice, three times, right? So, so that's so. Uh, Pornhub gets a hundred million views a day, right, on each page, right? So there's, uh, if let's say you have a boner pill company, right, you want to advertise, you mm-hmm. want that ad to show on the page all day, like it is. Um, I mean. Divide a hundred million views by by two dollars or two dollars. Put do I mean when you put it in there, it would it would be something like two hundred thousand dollars a day. I think okay. to run that ad. How much are you making in boner pills? I mean, could you possibly ever afford that? Could no. any business ever afford that? Ever? Probably not. The, I mean, the video a- company, the one with the elf that's like fuck getting fucked by like the giant wolf, like uh you know, I would love to deck. see click through rates. I would like to see. I would love to see data on like click through rates for the, like those types of ads. Well, just, also, though, all those like Pornhub sites aren't at, they like yeah. all owned by that one like Mind Geek something? Well, yeah, yeah. Um. So and 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 I'm not saying I know for sure. I'm just saying something's weird because who? But not paying? with the studios. You think with the with the actual like uh, with the tube sites? Um. It sounds like you're saying like there's something funky going on the tube sites, well, but not necessarily like funky going a on specific tube sites or something funky going a on. A browser's evil angel, whatever. When you uh, when you spend forty thousand dollars on one porn to make one porn, is that what a budget typically is? Well, if you have a if you use a helicopter in the movie, oh. you know what okay. I mean. If if everybody's driving on a brand new motorcycle, um, you know if you're if you have a crew of like fifty people on set like doing whatever the fuck they're doing, catering, makeup, pretending it's a Hollywood movie. You know what I mean? Uh, You can easily get to 40 grand, you know, quickly uh, before you even pay the models. You know what I mean? Um, No porn's making 40 grand back. That's not profitable. Why would you do that? Hmm. I mean, why would anyone do that? It doesn't make any sense. And you're just like, where's the money coming from, bro? Where's it coming from? Where's it going? You know what I mean? The ad thing is really what kind of, I mean, drives it home. I mean, think of the, 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 the 3D rendered elf porn, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, the giant monster fucking yeah. dude, whatever, whatever, right? Uh, how much does it cost to make just that animation that's in the ad? Not much, to be honest. I mean, not much, that's but a, you gotta, That can be it. So you go on Fiverr and you find a guy that does that. Yeah. Right? He's going to 500 bucks at least, right? To do that kind of a rendering. So click on that and then I'm sure there's got to be a video behind it that costs quite a bit to do that. You know what I mean? And how many people are joining that shit? I mean, not many. And then they got to pay the two hundred grand a month for the ad. It's, they're not making. There's no money. There's, it sounds it like you sense. have a ten thousand word expose article to write. I'm just saying. I don't sounds- know. I want to keep making money. I don't want to get taken up with the mob. I don't care. You guys keep laundering your money. You're fine. I'm saying I have. It's like they're gonna be a hit out on me for yeah. for airing this. <laughs> I'm just saying we're in a different world. Sure. I'm not in that. I get hired. I get booked in those shoots by those companies. So yeah. that's cool. And I appreciate it when, when they do, it's awesome. I have friends that work for them. They're directors for them and they're great yeah. people. They're awesome. Um, I'm just not in that world. This man up films.com, sweet Those are sites that I shoot. I spend $4,000 a month total on production. You know mm. what I mean? That is it. And I make back 30,000 a month and, and gross. And that's, no, I'm not getting rich, you know what I mean? But it's a good living. It's yeah. totally a good business. I got some other expenses too, obviously, but um uh but that it's a it's a legitimate business. It's it's I make videos. How long have you been doing video. solo? Like you're like you're like you running your shit. Oh, basically since I started. I mean, I was under oh. a gay contract for two years and then uh two thousand 
2008 to 2010, I think. And then since, as soon as I got out of the contract, I started my own thing, you mm-hmm. know? And then, I mean, I've been getting booked a lot, which is great, but I really just am a pornographer more than gotcha. a model. You know what I mean? Uh, at least in my head, because that's where I make most of my money. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You were, yeah. I mean, that, that two years, you did you kind of just be like, ah, no, I, could, I can run this better? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, just watching him, I don't know about better, but I was like, I can... I can do okay at this and make more yeah. money than just yeah. being like a contract model. Oh yeah. 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 Well, and, and just have a, a work for myself. I mean, that's what I want. I wanted a business where I could work for myself and I happened to fall into porn and I was yeah. like, well, this is something I could do on my own. You know what I mean? So you've yeah. been in the industry about like 10 years, a little yeah, over 10 years. About 10. Yeah. Um, what's a big difference you see between now, like 2019 and the industry in 2009 and um, gr- granted being that like you were working in like various, like a lot of different parts of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, one big, ch- well, there's a few, the, the cost to make a movie, a home movie is like way lower. Cause now you can shoot it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a 4k filming device in their pocket. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's amazing. I mean, that's huge. Um, the ability to throw it on the internet, and make money is way better now with all the independent, um, like only fans and people selling their Snapchat and all that shit. Uh, that's amazing. Um, there's, I'd say a lot more of that going on. That wasn't there yeah. 10 years ago. You're that saying. wasn't there 10 years ago. I think 10 there were years like member ago. sites, but they yeah. weren't these like clips for sale that many, yeah. anything like that. Clips for sale was around, but it wasn't what it is today. Yet. And camming but was yeah. around, but it wasn't what, yeah, it, the, yeah. what it was today. Now you can be, you can make half a million dollars a year and no one knows who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Uh, um, before, if you were like a superstar porn star, every, people knew who you were, yeah. you know, like, uh, um, I was on a college campus once with James Dean and he's more from that era. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still around now, obviously, sure. but he was around when, if you're big and porn, you're famous and he's legitimately famous. He could not walk across the college campus. Like yeah. I was like, let's go get some coffee. He's like, I don't want to get bugged by people. I mean, I was like. Dude, it's just not like that, right? Mm-hmm. And we tried, and he, people, we st- every five feet, someone stopped us. They're like, amazing. oh my God, it's James Dean. Why do I? Let me get a picture. Uh. I was like, fuck, dude, that looks hard. You know, <laughs> like if you stay in there, I'll get the coffee. You know what I mean? It's cool. Um, but now you, I mean, I don't have it like that. I barely get recognized. You right. know what I mean? It, uh, um, so it's different in that sense, you know? Do you think the, um, so the big, like, let's say 10 years ago, the big complaint was that the tube sites were stealing the money. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that these, uh, these new methods for income, like the better camming platforms, many vids, clips for sale sites, only fans uh, discovering you could do with premium Snapchat. Do you think those are the ways that the industry have, have found to combat the piracy? I don't know if the industry did that on purpose. Um, or, or maybe not yeah. if it, that was the intent, but do you think it has become a at least better way to, a, a way well, to combat it? There's, there's things that help for sure. Um, there's still a lot of piracy. I mean, for sure. I mean, that's, and it sucks, but, uh, but it also is what it is. I mean, if, if people have the option to get shit for free, most of the time, if no one's looking, they're going to get it for free. You know what I mean? Uh, um, so that's, I, I think, I mean, it is what it is, but, but yeah, now that, uh, like Pornhub pays out rev share, you know, mm-hmm. to models, which is huge. I know people making like 50 K a month just on that, you know? So, um, that's pretty good. Uh, that's good. The, yeah, the ability to cam from home and make money's good, but mm-hmm. people still record the cam shows and pirate them and throw them on the tubes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I got, I hope none of my cam shows, I, I cammed in college and I'm okay, like, yeah. man, I hope none of my cam shows are out there. Right, Actually, right, I kind of right. do. Cause I, lo- I was, I was, you know, I you thought I looked really it? cute. I, yeah, I, yeah. I look way better at, uh, 19 than 29 right, in my right. opinion. Right. Right. <laughs> so actually I'd be interested in seeing some of that. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. But it's, it's gotten, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I like where it's at now. I think, you know, I'm excited to see where porn's going for sure. You know, where do you think it's going? I don't, where would you I like mean, to see it? Going? I don't know. You just never know. I, I I mean, I guess what's missing in porn then that you think still needs to get created. Well, I think there's, uh, just in content, there's, there's so much room to make more by content. Trans content is just starting to get going. Yeah. You know everyone's I mean? doing like their first trans scene, like the way yeah. they used to do like their first anal. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, that's good. I think, uh, it's got a ways to go. Um, I think uh, as technology with our phones improves, it just keeps getting better. 
people are going to find ways to make better jerk off material from their phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like right now people film shit on their phone and then they upload it to OnlyFans, mm-hmm. And that's pretty interesting. That's cool. Um, but I think as bandwidth increases, people will figure out ways to have, um, more voyeuristic stuff going on you know what i mean uh where it's more of a live stream or something like that so mm-hmm. so you know ways to make that interact and stuff someone will figure it out you know what i mean uh but i think it's gonna get more interesting as that grows you know sick sick yeah uh like if you let's say you're hot and you go to the gym the gym is a very can be a very slutty place right mm. but people aren't walking around with boners fucking each other you know jerking off and stuff but people are there to look sexy in some gyms, not every gym, but like my gym, the girls wear fake eyelashes. They're you know dressed to the nines, just to work out, just to work, just out. to ruin the makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they look fucking hot, and the dudes look fucking hot. The dudes are wearing like like I wear just like leggings, no shorts, just like bulge, and like a tank top. And uh, Do you, is it yeah. a porn gym? This no, is it's sounding really, like it's a, porn- a really slutty gym in Vegas. It's great. Okay. Um, and it's just like normal, but there's a way to monetize the sexual oomph that's going uh, on in there and not uh make people too uncomfortable i think with better technology you know like if i could set up my phone and somehow it's only capturing me or who i, who I want it to capture and not anyone else walking by uh, um that's interesting you know what i mean I th- but, but you know we'll see we'll see i'm just kind of talking on my butt you no know? no but, this yeah. is that's an interesting thing i mean because like that's that's where not just porn but entertainment is starting to go yeah, yeah. where um outside of like these big monstrous celebrities or like big right. network shows a lot of this stuff is starting to be get so like people are finding their ten thousand fans because really at yeah. the end of the day you just need 10 you need people to buy your stuff but you need ten thousand people who like always buy pretty much everything you put out yeah if, if you, you put if you if you put out a book ten thousand people giving people, you five bucks a month you're doing pretty good yeah like you know that's what yeah. most people need and yeah. and i see that in porn as well i see that here like i mean i yeah, yeah. quit my day job because people are connecting with the podcast and giving me money directly through like patreon yeah, like that, yeah, yeah i make more money on patreon than like with ad sales um right. and that's like uh and i think i'm seeing that in a lot of different aspects of like comedy acting music um people who make fucking dungeons and dragons games they're just finding right. their fans whether they're fans of like a, a board game they make or a porn they shoot you yeah, know yeah yeah and I, I think that's cool and that's allowing people to get like a lot more connected with y'all like as as uh performers right yeah that's yeah. Dope. yeah totally well, I kind of got. I got to wrap yep, it yep. up. I got to get to another interview, and I actually for didn't sure. leave my fucking award down at the casino. So <laughs> yeah, and I you got to walk around. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for chatting with us, man. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, pervout.com is like my main hub. P e r v out. Yep, yep. Okay. It's like pervert, but perv out. Like I'm gonna go perv out. Um, that links to all my membership sites, my fucking free shit. I'm on on tubes and all the social media, all that shit. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, Lance. Thanks so much for talking to me. Why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for getting me maybe hit on by the mob. Uh, I'm very nervous now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to die. Yep. You know what I mean, man? Oh, I love the way he talks. He's a cool dude. That, But that also might be like my favorite nervous tick I've ever heard. You know what I mean? I want to know what you thought about this week's show, okay? Uh, give us both a shout out on the Twitters. I am at TheBillyPresita. Let us know what you thought, or you can go comment on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page. Want to say something a little longer? Want me something I might even read on the show? Shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. People, you know I got the Instagram, right? Look, I got disabled on Instagram with over 3,000 followers, so there are a lot of you who are taking your sweet-ass time. But I'm back on the gram. Go give it a follow. I am at Billy is Presida. I'm not happy about the handle either, but it's kind of out of my control. At Billy is Presida, go follow it right now, okay? Hey, I got a birthday coming up. Did you know that? Yeah, Billy's turning the dirty 30. Big old 3-0, big old milestone birthday on June 5th. Uh, I'm not necessarily asking you to buy me anything, but one thing I'm trying to do is I need new shirts for this new body I have. And you don't have to buy me something, but if you can send me some links, email me some links to like shirts you think I would look good in, I would much appreciate it. 
And if you do want to, hey, if you do want to, you know, buy it for me, uh, let me know. I'll add it to my Amazon wish list. Did you know I have an Amazon wish list? Yes. If you want to buy me something for my birthday, hey, manwhorepod.com slash thank you. And you'll see a whole bunch of stuff that I need and want and all that good stuff. But, you know, the best way to support the podcast is to become a member of our sex positive community on Patreon. Become a member today for as little as $2 a month. Just head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Can't afford it. Don't think it's in your budget. That's okay. I'm releasing a free monthly bonus episode on Patreon exclusively. So if you don't want to miss those, still go to patreon.com slash podcast. make an account, and follow me. Yeah, that's an option. You can follow my Patreon for free. And then you can listen to my episode with Nina Hartley. One more time, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash man whore podcast. Next week, we're going to talk with a woman who forgot she had sex with me. It's a bit uncomfortable. Next week, we're going to get a little weird. But until things get weird, let's just stay slutty.